spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Hey guys, what's going on? Jack Austin and Robert Lamb here from Seven Lamb Productions. Hello. Here to talk to you about a brand new scripted podcast series from our friends over at Voyage Media called Red Meat Village. This is a neo-noir contemporary thriller set in New York City about an unusual private eye team that's asked to find a woman in, named Destiny in the most dangerous neighborhood in New York City. It's fun, action-packed, and actually has some pretty great actors. That's right, including Catherine Bell, whom you might remember as the female lead from the TV series Jag, yep. in a very against type role as a femme fatale kind of character that she absolutely crushes. It also features the great Malik Yoba, who I think I'm pronouncing correctly. Yeah, that's Yul uh, Brynner. You're right, who you definitely uh, would remember from Cool Runnings and also the TV series New York Undercover. He even sings the theme song, which you're going to hear right now in the trailer. Now playing from Voyage Media. My sister's gone, Tony. For how long? Long enough that I came to tell you. Where was she last? Brownsville. Huh. Red Meat Village. Starring Jag and the Good Witches, Catherine Bell. Find her, Tony, please. She's my kid's sister. She's in trouble. And Malik Yoba from Cool Runnings and New York Undercover. I suppose we're not calling the NYPD. Nope. Destiny awaits. You think you're going to find Destiny Hunter? I looked Tony dead in his eyes and lied to his face. He drove off, certainly having committed multiple felonies. The murderer in the backseat might be our best shot at finding destiny. And it hit me. The whole goddamn scheme fell into place. Aiming guns in my direction is a quick way to shorten your life expectancy, ma'am. Drop the gun! Available now from Voyage Media. Producers of the hit fiction podcast, Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. A new contemporary neo-noir thriller that takes you into the most dangerous neighborhood of New York City in search of destiny. Red Meat Village. Red Meat Village. Red Meat Village. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen Village. to podcasts. There it is. So go ahead and check out Red Meat Village at redmeatvillage.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Seven Lamb Productions presents End of All Hope. Season 5, Episode 13. A new understanding. It's still so hot. It sucks. There's no shade over here. We were walking along the highway. There was still no alien vegetation over here, but plenty of stalled vehicles. We stopped trying cars, though. There was no point in it. 
the road would be too hard to drive on, and they were noisy. Although that didn't stop others, we heard them every so often, along with gunshots. This isn't good. What? There's no cover out here. You want to rest? I don't mean from the sun. I, I mean, if those people show up. There's not much we can do about it unless we can get off the road. But then we chance getting lost. Have you been over here before? Sure, passing through. A couple road trips. That was nearly a decade ago. I really don't know this area. Me either. Connor didn't talk much about his past experiences. Or his family. He said he was from Santa Maria, but used to live in L.A. before that. He seemed young, but I still wasn't sure if he was actually 18. Although, maybe it was because of Brielle's lie that I was so skeptical. We have to be close. I saw a picture inside somebody's house that literally showed the lake. You know it was Lake Isabella? Well, they had a bunch of pics of sequoias, so I guess I just assumed. But still. That doesn't mean anything. I had pics in my house of L.A., but I didn't live there. I just visited, so they could be old pics. Yeah, I guess. But I've been to Sequoia before. It was never that far of a drive. Walking's much different. Walking sucks. Especially when you can't find food or water. You think these people you've seen stripped this whole area? Maybe. I figured they were robbing people, too. But but then I, I saw... Well... I get it. Maybe you're right. Maybe we should get off the road. Most of these cars are empty of supplies anyway. But it's easier to walk on. Not worth our lives. Maybe we can follow the road without staying directly on it. We only have two guns and not much ammo. Yeah, that's something else I need. Ammo. I hope you're right about this place. Like Isabella? Yeah. I hope so too. We walked along the coast until we were clear of some of the alien vegetation. It looked like a ship had come in recently and sprayed the area, since most of the vegetation was still in its algae-like state. There's some boats over here. The other boats we saw earlier were broken, or we couldn't find the keys. Some were covered in alien growth. I feel like you're looking for a specific type. I just want something that's clean and usable. You want a sailboat? Yes, I do. Do you know how to sail? No, not at all, but unless we find keys, that's our best bet. But the wind carries. There was a smashed dock jutting into a small bay, but no boats were docked. They all floated freely. What about one of those? I don't see any alien plants. And they're still afloat. Most of them, anyway. Okay, so we're doing this. I say yes. Uh, How do we get to them? How else? Ambridge took off his shoes and socks. He shoved it all into his backpack. Water's gonna be super cold, right? Most likely. Do you know how to swim? Yeah, I know how to swim. But, uh, it's been a while. Kylie, too, started taking off her shoes and socks. I did the same. So which one? Straight ahead. The blue one? Yeah. Eh. What? It's small. (laughs) Well, 
Which one do you want, Jay? That one, over there, by the rocks. That one's even smaller. No, it's not. It's just further away. I say we go for that bad boy. With the blue stripe? Yeah. That's a 50-footer. Can't handle it. I told you, I don't know how to sail. Yeah, but it's closer to the opening of the bay. Meaning? Meaning it might be easier to get out into open water. Maybe, but it'll be a farther swim. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. What about that one over there, with the red cover? Guys, we just need something to get us to Bodega Bay. Yeah, but can't we travel in style? I agree with Jay. Okay, okay. Let's see. What about that one? We followed Ambridge's finger. He pointed to a large, wide cruiser with forest green markings and green lining along the edge of the rolled-up sail. That looks just as big as the one Kylie pointed out. It's a little smaller, maybe 35 feet. I think your perception is off. Are you picking that one because of the name? You don't like it? Feeling naughty? Clever. (laughs) I didn't even notice that. I'm actually picking it because it's facing out towards the ocean right now. If we get to it in time, maybe we'll be able to steer it out with ease. Plus, it's none of our swim. All right, all right. Fine with me. Me too. Let's go. We stored everything in our packs, rolled up our pant legs, and set out. I was nervous about this, but it would definitely cut down on time. That is, if we could figure out how to sail. Ambridge seemed confident, and I wanted to match that confidence. I know I said I could swim, but, uh, it really has been a while, so just, you know. We'll make sure you don't drown. Appreciate it. gunfire again last night, but it was further away. That's good. Maybe we're leaving those messed up people behind. Another day, and we're still walking along the highway. We diverted onto 178 after seeing a sign for our campground near Lake Isabella. Did you hear it, Ava? No. It must have been when I fell asleep. I hated falling asleep around Connor, because we didn't know him well enough yet. But Brielle had taken to him. Well, they were really getting along now. How's your arm? I'm getting used to it, but it doesn't make going to the bathroom easy. We spent last night in an SUV with busted windows. Before we left in the morning, Brielle had helped Connor affix a new sling, since the old one had gotten torn when he climbed into the SUV. Well, I'm not helping you with that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say you had to. (laughs) The whole day they had been joking around. It was nice to see. She had been through a lot since we left that cave. And it was good for her to be around someone closer to her age. Her real age. That's one of the worst things about all this. I mean, besides the aliens. What? Finding food, water, and places to go to the bathroom. I don't know. It's like a hike out in the wilderness. Something you just get used to. I still don't like it. The main thing I hate is not being able to be on my phone. You mean in general? 
No, I mean going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I also miss my phone in general. Let me guess. You were on TikTok, Insta, Facebook. You weren't? Eh, not TikTok. Stupid dance videos. There was more than just that. Yeah, lip syncing. Cool. What's wrong with that? Oh, man. What? You did those types of videos, didn't you? Not all the time. And never on my own. I just did it when my friends wanted to. But they did the dances and stuff, too. I never did that. You used the filters a lot, too, didn't you? No. <laughs> uh-huh. I remember me and Mark talked about missing GPS. That could have really helped us out across the country. Who's Mark? <sighs> just... Just someone we were traveling with. Oh. He looked back at me and gave me a sincere nod. We all stopped. Um, uh, what was that? Shit. It's them. What do we do? Where do we go? Up there. I pointed to several stalled cars ahead of us. We ran to the closest vehicle, which was a Kia. Get underneath now. Brielle pulled her gun, and so did I. We all quickly climbed under the car. I can't get my backpack. I got it. I got it. You see her? It's coming from the woods. Over there. I see her. We lay under the car, watching intently as a woman in a baggy sweater and ripped pants come running out of the woods. A man was chasing her. Is it just the one guy? If it is, we can take him. It's not. Are you sure? Trust me. He was right. From down the road came an F-150, driving erratically, knocking into the front of cars, pushing them out of the way. It's gonna hit us. Don't move. We watch as the truck approached, but quickly veered off the road. Behind it, another vehicle, a black jeep. The man chasing the woman tackled her. She was kicking and screaming as the truck and jeep pulled up. We have to help her. You crazy? They're attacking her. They'll attack us if we help. We can shoot them. Do you see their weapons? They had plenty of them. Big stuff, too. Each one carried a rifle, but I could see sidearms on their waist, along with machetes and knives. Eva. Bree, we can't do anything. But... Stop. We have to stay here and be quiet. She looked frustrated, hurt. A couple of men jumped out of the truck to help the initial chaser. They all grabbed an arm or leg and made their way back to the vehicle. The woman continued to struggle, continued to fight, to no avail. The men were all dressed in black. Connor wasn't lying. As the vehicles took off, I tried to count the men. There were at least three in the truck, with the one giving chase. Then it looked like four or five in the jeep. All the men were unkempt and looked like some biker gang without bikes. But while the last biker gang I ran into turned out to be helpful, these guys seemed like the complete opposite. Jesus. We waited until it was completely quiet again until we climbed out from under the Kia. do that we couldn't do anything we could have tried did you see how many there were 
fuck that. You're a pussy! Bree! What? <sighs> I couldn't believe it. But I agreed with Connor. Boy, how times have changed. Connor's right. I told you, we have to be careful. We have to be cautious. But what about that girl? It makes me sick to my stomach. But if we intervened, there's a chance they would have hurt us too. I couldn't risk that. Because of me? We have to look out for each other. Remember? Yeah. I'm just... I feel bad. Me too. Hey, me too. <sighs> Come on, guys. Let's get out of here before they make their way back. And let's stay off the road. Anything? Nah. Some pictures and letters. That's all. Letters? Yeah, a bunch of thank you letters. Guess the owner of the boat took some people out fishing? Oh. I was dripping and pretty exhausted from the swim. There's some sad letters, too. What about? Some lady named Delilah lost someone close to her. I think this is her. Her and her son? Guess so. Wonder if she lost them. Maybe. That's sad. Yeah. Hey, Ambridge says he's ready if you are. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure it was safe. Good idea. Guys! Wind's picking up! I say we get this thing going! I don't know what to do. None of us do. But we're gonna figure it out together. Because we make a good team? That's right. We walk back up to the deck to find Ambridge fighting with the near sail. Uh, this is gonna be tricky. Think you can hold that steady? I'm tying the boom now. I think that's what it's called. Sadly, there was no sailing for dummies book below deck. Shocking. Guess we're on our own. I got this so far, but when I let this go, we're gonna take off. What about the other sail? Get at it. Okay. I went to the front sail and loosened the rope. It took forever to unwrap it, but once I did, it filled out completely. Here we go. Kylie! I got it. By the way, I don't really know technical terms, so this may be tricky. Just do a lot of pointing. I'm pointing now! Do you see that boat? I see it. I see it. Kylie pulled hard left, and we zoomed past another, smaller boat, barely missing it by a couple of feet. Jesus! We're good! Just get us through those rocks and then change directions. Sounds good to me. Hey. What's the left side called? I don't know. Left is port side, I think. Starboard is right. Sounds good to me, but uh, maybe we'll just say left and right for the time being? I'm fine with that. Me too. Uh, Kylie? We have rocks on our right. Rocks on our right! I'm pulling. Faster! This is going to be a real short trip. Turn the sails. I got it. I jumped to the other side and pushed the boom as Ambridge yanked a rope attached to it. Ugh! <sighs> Push! I am! Shit, I need to tie this off! What about that? What? The crank! I pushed one more time before letting go. Ambridge held the boom in place with the rope until I reached a small steel crank on the side. Uh, this helping? I think so! Faster, Jay! I'm going as fast as I can! 
I saw Kylie spinning the wheel hard as I turned the crank. This might be rough! We're fine! She was right. The crank pulled the rope tight, keeping the boom steady. We narrowly avoided the rocks to our right and pulled out into the open ocean. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. My hand hurts. Me too. Now turn the sail back. Ugh, all the way? Not all the way. We need her going right now. We gotta follow the coast. Yeah, don't let the coast out of our sight. Last thing we want to do is drift out in the middle of the ocean. Aye, aye. Kylie smiled at me, and I smiled back. We made it. Looked like this wouldn't be so hard after all. We'd be in Bodega Bay in no time. Another day passed, and we didn't see much. We stayed close to the road, but not on it. Those guys never showed back up. In fact, we didn't hear any gunshots or screams either. Is it me, or is it even hotter today? But neither me nor Bree responded. Bree was still somewhat upset with Connor, and it made me sad to see her like that. So while Connor walked in front of us, I slowed down more to be next to Bree. Hey. Hey. You doing okay? I'm just sad. I know. I am too. Really? Brielle, we may not know each other well, but I always want to help. You wouldn't be here if I didn't. I know. Mark knew that too. It's who I always was. And for some reason, it would make me angry sometimes that Mark couldn't understand. Especially when all this shit began. I saw people in pain, and I wanted to ease their pain. I know. But now, I understand where Mark was coming from. Hell, maybe I understood then too, but I didn't want to admit it, you know? Now I have to. Because of me? Because of us. Oh. Connor looked back at us, but didn't say anything. It actually looked like he picked up pace to give us more room to talk, which was a nice gesture. It was like that old man said. Yeah, he warned us. So did Connor. I just didn't like how Connor said what he said. I understand that. But he was right. We could be dead. Or worse. I know. I know all of this. But it doesn't make me any less sad. Right. And you know why that is? It's because you have a good heart. Unlike those people we saw yesterday. I don't want to be like them. Good. Don't. Don't ever let this, all of this, get to you. I won't. Don't let it change who you are. At least, not for the worse. I won't. Really. Okay. You think I should apologize to Connor? What do you think? Yeah, I think I should. I smiled. Good. Make sure you let him know you just- Down! Ah! Everyone on the ground! Six men jumped from the side of the road, dressed in ghillie suits. I went for my gun. Don't! Shit. They had us surrounded. Each person holding a gun aimed at us. Do not go for your weapons. Theo, Eric, pat him down. I could see Brielle shaking as two men approached us. Is this Lake Isabella? Are we here? You looking for it? Connor hesitated a moment as one of the two men grabbed his backpack and rummaged through it. 
Yes, we are. Why? Uh, we heard it was a safe zone. By who? By other survivors. We were searched next. They grabbed my backpack, yanking it hard. <laughs> they pulled the gun from my waistband and did the same to Brielle. These men weren't dressed like the guys who attacked that woman yesterday. And the fact that they knew about the lake made me hopeful. Well, three handguns, only two with ammo. The man who seemed to be in charge had a long salt and pepper beard and a crooked nose. He had bags under his green eyes and a deep red tan. You see anything on the road on your way here? A lot of stalled cars. What about ones that worked? Namely, trucks and jeeps. We did. You're not them, though. I can tell. That's so. Yeah, I knew we were close. This is it, right? Yeah, that's right. About a quarter of a mile up ahead. I'll have a couple of my men walk with you. You can keep your guns, but the cliffs will stay with my men until you reach the animal shelter. Along with your packs. Animal shelter? That's the point of entry. Are there a lot of people? We'll let you see for yourself. Theo, you Greg and Maddox, take them in. Want us to send replacements? Nah. We still got a couple more hours. But make sure these guys talk to Janet and get settled. You trust them? They ain't them. The three men led us a quarter mile along 178 until we hit a small town of roughly 20 buildings. It was situated in front of some mountains to the north and flat prairie to the south. Almost there. They didn't talk much at all, and neither did we. While hopeful, we were still tense and on alert. I don't see anyone. We're not there yet. He said we're close. Wait, you hear that? I do. Look! There was a bus pulling out from behind a small, brown, one-story building with a cracked glass door. On the side, by the sign for Animal Clinic, was another sign written in paint on plywood. It read, Welcome to Lake Isabella. Yes! Connor nearly jumped for joy. I was still cautiously hopeful. The three men led us to the building. I kept staring at the sign. The paint reminded me of the note left by Scott, and the word Isabella reminded me of Isabel, Christina's nurse. I was once again hit with sadness, which I tried to shake away as we entered the building. Hey, Janet! Yeah? Got some more for the Haven. A short old woman with a hunch came out from the back room. She had a cigarette hanging from her lips. She puffed and pulled it out. Is that so? Perry had us bring them in. Well, thanks, guys. I'll take care of them. Good deal. Theo and the other two men walked out, leaving us there with the old woman. They still have our things. Don't worry. They'll give them back shortly. In the meantime, let's get you guys settled. Oh, and I almost forgot. Welcome to the lake. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
End of All Hope. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Ashley Cartesano. Starring Hope Ennis as Ava. Adam Jetmore as Jay. Jack Austin as Ambridge. Gina Coyle as Kylie. Evelyn as Brielle. Ariel Hack as Mia. Stacy Golden as Chris. Michael Moman as Roger. Brett Wilkins as Travis. Reed Kreiner as Dana. Corey Pettit as Jess. Jerry Swindle Jr. as Gail. Ian Feller as Hudson. Christina Lewis as Annie. And Gareth Thomas as Sammy. Co-starring Ryan Glover, Fran Paredes, Zachary Thatcher, Douglas Solway, Sherman Alpert, Ashley York, Curtis Edwards, Adrian Bordeaux, and Chris Zatoli. Music provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, Dylan Mixer at DMixMusic.com, and Eldridge Chachala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black. If you enjoy End of All Hope, visit SevenLamb.com for more podcasts such as this. And don't forget to rate and review. This has been a Seven Lamb production. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.